On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we pay our tributes to the late DMX. We discuss the NBA, both present, past, and future, and talk about the NFL draft. So I get oh, well, in that case, when they play against the Clippers, are they in, in, in the playoffs? <laughs> if I was Patrick Beverly, I'm wearing a mouthpiece, <laughs> and I'm just saying it all day, the, the whole time, the whole time, firing it okay. out. Hey, did, like, did, you, did, did you guys up? ever see the, the movie um, Die Hard with a Vengeance? The, the <laughs> yeah. Okay, remember the sandwich board that he wore? That's what he should come out with. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. This is Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Rest in peace, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Yes. And B.J. Thomas. Yeah, that was sad. Sad to hear about DMX. Yeah, it, it made me sad. Part of, part of my childhood died that when that happened, so. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel bad because he's been struggling for a long time. Yeah. It, seems, it seems like they all have their demons, and his just overtook them. Have y'all have y'all ever listened to Juice World? That kid was crying out for help. It's one of the saddest things to listen to. He was crying out for help. I mean, you listen, look, Adam. If you ever get a second, listen to the song "Wishing Well." That's the okay. only song you have to listen to. It might not be your style. Kids crying out for help, and he never yeah. got it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like he was crying out for help, and he never got it because those he was crying out to didn't want to help him because he was making them money. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. They'll feed him whatever f- makes that music. So oh, yeah. if heroin makes that music. Give give uh, uh, Scott Weiland heroin. If uh, if ecstasy keeps him going, give Juice World ecstasy. It's just ridiculous. And you know, maybe that's what D- uh, DMX was talking about with all that demon talk in his songs. Maybe that's yeah. what he's really talking about. It's not yeah. so much the uh, good and evil struggle in life, but maybe just inside it him yeah yeah i do agree and and the thing about knowing individuals who personally suffered from drug abuse they said it's like literally like you're facing some type of devil or demon because it just sits there they said it it constantly in the back of your mind like just one just okay this is gonna be the last time okay yep. okay okay i promise it's gonna yep. be the last time and they keep doing it and doing it and doing it and, so. and it's a constant constant struggle I mean, I watched my ex-father-in-law succumb to um, alcoholism and drug abuse. I mean, that, that's yeah. not what what finally got to him, but it it led to it, and it never stops. Once you get into that world, you cannot get out of it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we send all the best wishes and prayers and whatnot over to his family because yeah, I think he had like ten kids or something, or, or he had a lot of kids. And you know, a, a kid losing a parent is something that they'll they'll always obviously it'll stick with them forever. But you know, you you know, you never want anyone to go out like that, you know? 50 yeah. too young for anyone. Absolutely. I agree. Hell, I mean, I got 10 years and I'll be 50. And that's what's scary. I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> BJ's just perpetually 12. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so. well, I'm going to let that one go. That'll be the warm-up one. That's, your, that's, that's, that's the one across the bow. The next one, hits, we're firing bullets. <laughs> Well, if, if we're going to get into it, let's get into it. So I, I do have to say this. Um, again, thoughts and prayers to, to the DMX and his family and, and what they're going through. But, you know, on to the sports talk because that's why we're here. So I, I guess that the big story is Julian Edelman. Not a Hall of Fame receiver. Not a Hall of Fame receiver. Thank you. No. I did not let him yell him. No. Considering him for the Hall of Fame for what he did in the postseason is like considering Carmelo Anthony for the Hall of Fame for what he did for Team USA. Testa is a better candidate for Hall of Fame at quarterback. Heinz Ward's about a candidate for Hall of Fame at wide receiver. That is yeah. true. I don't like this. I don't like this talk. Yeah. This talk. This talk's terrible. We got Draymond Green talking about being the best defender in the NBA. We got Ever. Edelman hangs it up, and all of a sudden, everybody in Boston goes, ah, Hall of Fame, hey? No. Oh, 
Yeah, but there was something inside of you is like, mm, are you trying to pull a Gronkowski and go to Tampa? <laughs> that what you're trying That's, to do? I, I text Adam the article, or Adam texts me about Edelman. I text him back that he should be signing in Tampa, and then I go on Facebook and it says he's retiring, and I send him that link right then. So all within like two minutes, all that got shit got shot. <laughs> yeah, and I think if he had just retired, if he had just said, okay, I'm, I'm walking away. Yes, the Tampa talk would have would have lit up social media for a week. But because he was forced out because of a physical injury, mm. I think he's done. I well, think it's, it's different. Who's he better than on the Tampa's roster, though? No. There you go. Yeah. There, he, there's no spot for him. Right, because he's definitely not taking Scotty Miller's spot. Well, I, say, I think Miller. that's going to be Tom Brady's new Edelman. Scotty Miller's trying to race Tyreek Hill, so Edelman, I don't think you, that's not the thing you want to deal with. <laughs> right, exactly. So. And didn't they just sign someone else? Didn't they? Didn't Tampa just sign somebody at running back? Uh, yeah, uh, Giovanni Bernard from the Bengals. See, see, they they've got the requisite washed up player now, so they don't need Edelman. Dang. Right. You mean Brady? Exactly. I believe that's what they're saying. I believe they're trying to say Brady's washed up after the uh, New England exit. That didn't go so well for the no. naysayers and haters and whatnot. Well, see, and that's the thing. Yeah, Brady's talent has diminished over the years because naturally he's over 40. But his mind talent has not. And no. he understands where people are going to be and where to Absolutely. put reservers in the right spot. Kind of makes you think we were robbed from a couple of years of Peyton Manning because that damn neck injury, too. Oh, we definitely were. Yeah, yeah that kind of sucks. I mean, it, it makes me sad for not only Peyton and what he could have done and the, the records he could have made, but also Andrew Luck. Had Luck that, stay healthy. That where really could that be? Yeah, that, that one hurt. He was like, what, 28? I think so. Yeah. Something great. like that. That's too early. Unless you're getting your ass kicked every year, which he was. Well, he was. And they were saying every that year. even after the surgery, during the comeback, he couldn't even grip a baseball, much less a football. Man, they were kicking his ass. That was one of the worst offensive lines of football. And that's all Jim Mercer. That's 100% on Jim Mercer. He got he got this special chip and had no idea how to, how to play with his toys. Mm. And instead of protecting it, he just said, go go win me games. And as uh, we said... I'm sorry. You ever wonder if these owners stand next to these guys and like, God, he's huge. You can take punishment like, no go stand next to the rest of the team guy like they're all huge golly uh, well what was the guy named who who owned the uh who owned the panthers and they forced him to sell richardson? Richardson? Yeah. Jerry, jerry richardson jerry richardson i'm sure that's what he did to cam newton oh you don't gotta protect him he's a nice strong old uh guy a stud, a stud. Yeah, a stud. that's what they yeah. call him a stud but yeah he can scramble around we're gonna Invest any money, protect them. You know? so. One of my racehorses. And and, oh, and that's the thing. Like you can win games by yourself at quarterback, but you're not going to win consistently, and you're going to get the hell beat out of you. Yep, consistently. You're pay for it. Yep. And if a team drafts a quarterback high, but doesn't give them a, a line to protect them, they can give them weapons, but if they don't have a line to protect them, they're going to be drafting a quarterback again in five or six years. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just the Colts detroited Andrew Luck, used oh, him yeah. up, beat, beat the shit out of him, discarded him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't, I don't feel like teams should be given that chance again. Like, look, you had this diamond, you did everything you could to crack it. It turned like, Oh, just yeah. you're undeserving an undeserving right. franchise. Especially if it's the same regime that's running it it's like dude you had a team yeah, you absolutely that's any franchise well, well what's the recourse then so you got a team like arizona who consistently puts out crap oh oh i'm not saying there's any policy or any league thing that can be done about it i'm just right. if, if there was actual karma it would have been taken well yeah, karma is what's going on in detroit where they they ran um i want to say i think it was billy lane out of town and they said you guys won't win a super bowl for 50 years and still haven't yeah. so i mean it, it, karma is a bitch and it, it will get back to you but I these owners so. don't 
care. They don't care. You know, Jerry Richardson's a good example. Okay. He bought he bought the, the Panthers for I think it was like four or five hundred million dollars in, in the mid nineties. When he was forced out because he was a jackass, he made two or three billion dollars. Okay. Sterling. I'll take that investment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's the incentive? In all seriousness, what's the incentive to care? Yeah, yeah, you want to win. Yes, it's good to win. But if you're strictly a businessman and you don't know anything about sports other than go team go, why do you care? Right. Yeah. You're right. right. Especially, you know, if you're one of those owners to where, I mean, most owners, their first, you know, thing is to make money first. Then if we win, okay. But other than that, if I can keep people in seats, I'm going to do that. Like James Dolan, for example. Like he, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to say was James I, Dolan. He's just no, frustrated. I'm not even a Knicks fan. I just couldn't imagine like having, all right, so you got that much money. You're a billionaire. You can afford an NBA team. You can get one, no problem. You can put an, an ownership group together, own 60% of it, yada, yada, yada. Why are you getting into it? There's other ways you can make money that are probably less stressful and less embarrassing. You kind of start to look like a chump after a while. Like yeah. James Dolan is the butt of several jokes. I'm sure it's not just this podcast. I'm sure we could start listening to all the podcasts from the uh, the tri-state area, and it would not be a very good scene. It's still a prestige thing to say that I own the New York Knicks or I own the Washington Capitals. It's a prestige thing because all these billionaires get together, okay? They can buy whatever they want, but there's only so many teams they can buy. And yeah. if you're if you're with your billionaire friends, and by the way, I just want some of that money. But if you're with your billionaire friends and say, you know what, I own a sports team and you don't, regardless of what us peons think, that's important to them. I know, but like if you're going to a Ferrari club and you're bringing your Ferrari there, why do you want to be the idiot that has it on mud tires? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like yeah. I don't I don't understand it. Like I would never want to go to that owners meeting and feel like I was the biggest idiot there. But that's these people don't think they're the biggest idiots they don't hang out with me i'd fucking tell them i promise you i would <laughs> but I, I would say the majority of sports team owners are very narcissistic and they don't think they're doing anything wrong because because you don't get that much money without being like 60 percent piece of shit only 60 percent. i'm trying to be nice there's guys, <laughs> like, there's guys like hanauer out there and some other people that might actually be trying to change the world but for the most part like crap man and yeah then, I, mean, and then I, I also look at this way i'm spending these kids lives like they got into this game thinking they could be hall of famers all-stars win champions and i'm just spending their lives i go but back to dorian's comment though they they see these people as quote-unquote studs so they may not see them as actual people that's why i think i like mark cuban. i feel like cuban tries to deal with people yeah. well he's people cuban, like cuban himself is a legitimate like good person he may say and do dumb things because we all do but le he legitimately actually does care that's what um, i feel i don't know it but it feels like that Everything that I've seen him do in, in the public, and I've never heard a, a many negative things about him. I know that the Mavericks had their their sexual you know allegations thing, which he was right on top of. It's like anyone who's accused of it is gone, but he seems he, to generally care. He went and picked up Delonte West. Right. You know what I mean? Like what guy worth that much money is going to drive to wherever Delonte West was hiding and pick him up? I mean, that says something about the guy. Shit. At least he takes care of his. Yeah. That's, that's something. Yeah, like I said, he he does try to carry because he was the one that started the national anthem thing in Texas. Oh, yeah, he was. And now I think it was, uh, Governor Abbott has said that if you are a federal employee or you get federal money, money for your sports team, you have to stand or you will be fired, which, you know, to me is a violation of freedom of speech. But hey, what do I know? So oh. you're telling me that because they partially fund a building that you can fire Mark Cuban? I'd test that. I, if I was Cuban, I'd be like, lawyers, what you got for me on this? Like, <laughs> he, he just might. A Cuban's one of those that just might do it. Yes. Yeah. That's why I love him. 
He's like, oh, really? I can't. Right. Actually, what I could see Cuban doing instead of instead of going, hey, my my guys are going to kneel just instead. If you don't let us kneel, we won't come out for the play-in game. Yeah. We won't come out for the playoff game, and and then see who blinks first. I love these games, as we talked about before the podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. So, but did you guys see what Cuban said about the play-in game? Did not. He said it's enorm- what, uh, enormously stupid and um, <laughs> irrelevant. If I'm mistaken, the Mavs aren't. There's the bottom of the division right now, aren't they? Well, and, and and that's the criticism because he said it because he was back in Luca. Luca was the one that came out and said that it doesn't make sense that I play 72 games and then if I lose two games at the end of the season, I'm not in the playoffs. That's that's stupid. And so Cuban backed him up. Again, goes back to Cuban generally seems to care. Um, but I kind of see Luca's point, but honestly, I don't care. I'm a fan. I like, even if it's artificial, I like the intrigue. I like the, the stakes in the game. Yes, yes. Yeah. I like to see the anxiety on their faces. Right. Yeah. Yes, this means exactly. something. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, had someone like Rudy Gobert or LeBron James had said that when the teams are clearly not in the playoff games, it would have meant more. But coming from a team who's going to be in the playoff, play-in game, right. it, you kind of look like you're whining like my four-year-old. Right, exactly. Well, like, you, they might they might be relying on that game to even play the playoffs. Right. Yeah, that's the point. You better, exactly. you better shut up. You better... Exactly. <laughs> and also, too, I think that it would be a different tune if, let's say, for instance, if the – which this will never happen, but – if the NBA would adopt the March Madness format, one game. I like the one and done, baby. Never going to happen. I know. Never going to happen. Because they're going to cut their revenue in like quarters. Right. But But, man, you talk about the intensity. Exactly. You put like a freaking Dallas against Mm. the Lakers for one game. Mm. You want to see grown men cry. That's a good way to do it. Exactly. Yeah, Lee. I can feel the. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Exactly. But there's too much money involved, and that's why the first round went from five games to seven because there's just too much money. All I can see is LeBron thinking about taking the game winner. We got one more game. Oh no, we don't. Oh shit, pass it. (laughs) Exactly. And then, and then you know, the Lakers playing against uh, likes of the Luka Doncic, who like, hey, you know what? We're not picked to be here anyway. So I'm gonna just play freely and see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> There's something to that one game format where the underdogs like I am selling out. This is all oh, I yeah. got. You are getting yeah. the business. Exactly. I mean, we saw just the other week with UCLA against Gonzaga. They did yeah. not care. Selling they honestly out. did not care. Yeah, nope. yeah. And that makes for great games. Oh yeah. And then even with um, you know, when Gonzaga played against Baylor, like when we said last week, like it looked like Baylor was like, you know what? Everybody's picking us to lose anyway. We're gonna punch you guys in the mouth to see what happens. And they did just that. Oh my god. Oh my that god. Was great. Man. Mark Fee was speaking like, what the fuck is going speaking, on? Like yeah. <laughs> are you guys gonna play? <laughs> yeah, when they were down nine-nothing, Fee was like, What the fuck just happened? Yes. <laughs> yes. We were all thinking the same thing too. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is gonna be a long night, Jalen. So he's probably he I, I think probably like in uh in the late first round, he was like, Well, shit, I'm getting drafted, so whatever. <laughs> Well, it's in, and that's that's the problem not only in basketball but also in football, and that's why a lot of the players don't play in the bowl games because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm gonna get drafted, but the fuck does it matter? Yeah, I'm blaming. And you know, I know um, it started a couple of years ago. I know um, McCaffrey did it at Stanford. Uh, Peppers did it at, at Michigan. A couple of, and, and people have been doing it recently mm-hmm. um, because of actually BJ's boy uh, Jason Smith blew out his knee in the Fiesta Bowl, and that's why players are like, you know, not not yeah. again. I don't blame him. No, you aren't paying me. You only feed me five days a week. Let me get on out. Here, save these knees. Mm-hmm. And after this game, you don't care about me. Don't care about me. 
Unless I can come back to the stadium and sell some tickets for you. Exactly. I don't know. The the meat market thing really bothers me. I don't know even if I had the athletic ability or body build or anything like that to play sports. I don't know if I'm mentally cut out for it. Because I'd be like, I don't know if I can go hard for the plantation owner. That's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah. And, and, and the sad thing about it is just like, and they know, that's why you have a lot of these coaches, they go into the inner cities because they know, hey, this is your this is your only shot. Or, or at least they portray it as of, hey, you know what? You want to get out the hood? Come to Clemson. Come to Alabama. Come here. Come there. Because this is your only way out. Oh, man, I, I can go on. It's, it's like a deep fucking rabbit hole when it comes to that pipeline for athleticism going into college and then hopefully going to the pros, man. Well, I, I, well no, go ahead. Finish your thought first. No, 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 no. What I was saying was because I actually spoke to someone. Uh, I, I spoke to a guy to where he went and he played uh, football at uh, East Carolina, right? And he said that, like, he thought that by him playing offensive lineman that he was going to get drafted. So then once it starts to look like, you know, his season was over, he was a senior and he's pretty much not getting drafted. He was like, as soon as you walk across the stage and you get your, like, degree and everything, he said, even for the individuals who don't get their degrees, he's like, once you stop playing for them, like, the coaches don't call you. Nobody reaches out to you like you're just a nobody and he said there's been actual players who actually played for for ec uh for east carolina and they try to come back to talk to coaches hey coach can you find me a job hey coach like like that football team is everything in them and those coaches be like you're gone like i don't who are you again it's, yeah, it's shit. And, check and out this cat scan real quick i'll show you who i am but they don't they don't care what yeah, once, I know, right? once they graduate college that their health insurance is gone and the school doesn't care. And so, you know, that that that's a twofold thing. First of all, I mean, you got you got the coaches going to to these inner city neighborhoods. They find these athletic players and they'll look, I can find a spot for you. Come with me and I can find a spot for you. Okay. And and the, these players, they see the glitz, the glamour of college sports, of pro sports, and it's great. On the flip side, it's also on the parents and the student to go, look, you're gonna use me. I'm going to use you too. Absolutely. Hey, you, yeah. you're going to use me. You're going to abuse my body. I'm going to take this degree that you're going to give to me for free because mm-hmm. I, and I might be sitting on the bench and I'm going to do something with it. Absolutely. Or I'm going to get my Jersey signed and I'm going to trade him for tattoos because y'all are assholes. But that's the thing. Like that only works if you go to Ohio state, if you, if you play for California, if you play for USC and you're good. Okay. A signed Jersey from the third offensive tackle. No one cares. A signed you know, gold, golden pants Look, from the starting quarterback. They beat Michigan. People care. Look, I live in central Florida. I see some of the used cars they sell around here. Somebody <laughs> will buy everything. <laughs> well, and speaking of those used cars, I'm sure one of them was actually sold by Kyle Israel. Going back to people who don't care, Kyle Israel played for UCF for four years, played mm-hmm. quarterback, and now he's selling used cars and it's occasionally on the radio. Hell uh, yeah. And I remember, yeah, and, and there was another quarterback, I forget his name, that was a server at a restaurant here in, in Orlando because he couldn't go anywhere else. Because, was, go that, ahead. was that quarterback, uh, he was, uh, this was back in like mid 2000s, right? That quarterback, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the guy that came in um, before Israel. And he's from Orlando. Yeah, not not Bortles. He's, <laughs> that's no, no, no well, we're not Bortles. <laughs> Adam, uh, Adam's about to give us some information that only he knows because he went to UCF. Is, is it Stephen Moffat? Uh, that's oh. not who I'm thinking of, but he did play there. That's not, that was, not who I'm thinking of. but That was very good, Dorian. Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I would. Um, I mean, I played basketball with him a couple of times at the uh, LA Fitness by UCF. That's how I knew who he was. But you know. and that's the thing. Like, if if you don't go pro, you just you fade into obscurity quickly. Oh, and. Okay. There should be a support system for foreign players. Well, and, and that's why these leagues, like the the one that um, they're trying to start with Terrell Owens and a couple other people, because these guys don't have anything anywhere else to go. Because, you know, if, if you don't go pro, you're, you're selling cars like the rest of us. With weird headaches. Yes. I mean, here's, here's a good example. Y'all remember um, Brad Banks played quarterback yeah. for Iowa. Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. happened to him? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. <laughs> You know, we should do a segment of "Where are they now?" <laughs> I don't, I don't think we like a lot of these answers. It's not going to be a very happy. Segment. It's it, no, it's yeah. not because uh, unless you went pro, yeah, it's not like, going to be no. Yeah. And and that's that's what these kids don't realize is yes, going pro can you know one a one year contract even, even the minimum can set you up for life if you do it properly. Which he own, he owns a tent shop in southeast Wichita. But <laughs> if if you don't go pro, then they're going to use you use them too. get a degree in business management get a degree in communications get a degree in something that you can use i know but this is the problem is a lot of these kids don't come in with the support to even start their degree like they they're already digging out of a hole and they're trying to they're taking remedial shit and it's not even it's not even the the football players and the basketball players it's every everyone that goes to school well yeah everybody's coming in disadvantaged but like they're disadvantaged and have to worry about school these guys are disadvantaged have to worry about school and they have to perform at a like world level of basketball i mean it's just yep. you're asking a lot of people that you don't want to pay and by the way you make a t- shit ton of money off of oh yeah i mean like like ucf just signed um the the guy from auburn chisnick mm-hmm. he's still being paid by auburn the only Talk reason why melzon thank you yeah 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 he's still being paid by auburn that's the only <laughs> reason why ucf can can afford to pay him because uh, auburn is still paying him and Mal, they're, they're betting that malzahn can build the program up enough to pay his own damn salary yeah <laughs> so these schools this is orlando pay- good luck these schools are, are paying these coaches so much money and they're putting so much money into these programs. None of it goes to the players. Isn't it like saving getting like seven a year? Seven oh, I, I think he gets more than that. I think he gets closer to I, 10. Because I thought the big co- coaches get like four. Oh, no, 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 um, no. Uh, Dabo gets like eight or nine. Well, I was about to talk about the elite ones. There's a, there was a, the big ones and the elite ones. Like the big one would be like Harbaugh. Just yeah, Har- the name. Harbaugh always like four, go- four to five. Yeah, Harbaugh, I believe, gets five. He has to take a pay cut in the, on this latest extension, and and obviously he's always on the list of most overpaid coaches because he doesn't win the Big Ten and whatnot. So or beat that's, Ohio that's State, the point. Or anything like that. Oh, there was that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like Saban gets like ten million a year. Yeah, understandably. And don't tell me that there was no money to pay the players. Right. Don't tell me that there's there's no money out there when. The, you're paying the coaches ten million a year, and you're paying and you're you're paying some coaches to not even be there, and you're making hundreds of millions of dollars from Nike and Adidas and the NCAA tournaments and all of this. Don't tell me there's no money for at least name, image, and likeness. Well, it's the same way. There's no money for healthcare. There's just yeah. no money for that. You're, no, they just don't finish the sentence. They say there's no money. They just don't say there's no money for that. They no. There's no money for things that we don't want to pay for. Ooh, guess who's number? All right, here we go. College coaches' uh, salaries. And by the way, how creepy is it? You can look up somebody's salary on, on the damn internet. Hey, they're public employees. I don't give a shit. Alabama, Nick Saban, are we ready? Adam, you were right, 9.1. Yep. That's a shit ton of money for a guy that uh, gets free labor. For real. Wal- it's like Walmart's executives. Um, <laughs> guess who's number two? Can anybody got any guesses? Dabo. Incorrect. Shocked me as well. Louisiana uh, State, Mr. Ed Ogeron. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
8.6. Dang. Yeah. Dabo's 8.2. Jim Harbaugh's super overrated ass is (laughs) 8.0. And then Jimbo's overrated. I'm going to throw it down the sideline because my receivers are tall. Is making (laughs) 7.5. When's the date on that? I think Harbaugh actually took a pay cut with this latest extension. Because I thought he went down to 5 million. Yeah. Unless it's free 99, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just how many other people would get this kind of chance to keep getting their ass whooped by Ohio State for four years in a row? Hey, hey, you know, Jim Fisher. Huh? Jimbo is horrible, and he gets his ass kicked every year by Alabama. Yes, but he went to a lesser school. Hey, they they paid more than Florida State did, or Florida State didn't want to pay it. Well, money doesn't mean your product's better. This is true. You see all that shit that Amazon sells? (laughs) Better than the shit you get off Wish. (laughs) I was looking at why <laughs> some of it, some of some of it, I'm sure is on both platforms because I was looking at, uh, I was going to get a wireless headset so I could lose the wire, you know, be fancy. And uh, some of the product names, some of the uh, the brand names, you should just look at them. They're fun. Well, that's They're what you get for, for going down the Wayfair rabbit hole. So just don't do that. That was Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, you got to watch what he gives you on Amazon. Absolutely. Be careful. Uh, switching gears for a moment, guys. What do you guys think about Steph Curry's 53-game performance? I think it was fantastic. 50s, 50. It doesn't matter anymore. They shoot so many shots and they shoot threes. Like 50s, it's the the shines running away from it. Like 70 yeah. is going to be the new 50 short. I be- well, I then, be- then how come no one's hit 70 recently? I mean, Harden's come close a couple times in the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, Colton close it's only so far i mean and think about it will put up a hundred way back in the 70s or 60s and the only person that's even come close was kobe didn't he drop 60 the night after that too i think so it's something ridiculous like that it's like he scored like 150 points two nights <laughs> well will that that was the season he averaged averaged 50 points a game mm. and mm-hmm. yeah they, they were doing the wilt and, and steph uh, comparison today because obviously steph passed them you know mm-hmm. for all-time warriors there's, there's no comparison Right. What was, what was physically and skill wise so far ahead of everybody else around him that there's no comparison to Steph Curry? Well, they had to change the game. They physically yeah. had to change the game. He scored 100 points without shooting a three pointer. Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think he shot a free throw. Oh, no, no, no. He shot lots of free throws that game. Okay. Yeah, because it got to the point where the other team was just fouling him and hoping that he would make one of two. But still, like, he shot free throws to get to 100 points. And today's player, to even get to 50 or 60, you got to shoot three for him. And that's my point is, you know, BJ's just talking about 50. 50 is not magical anymore. 50 is still 50, okay? It's still half 100. And, and I say that because no one's really getting close to 60. No one's getting close to 70. And I think Kobe's the only one over 80. Harden's going to drop 70 in the next year or two. He's just, it's the way he's, he plays and people allow him to play. Like I, I don't, I don't think he'll drop 70 on, on Brooklyn. If, if all three of them are playing, I don't, I don't think he'll, he'll do it. I've, from what I've been seeing, if the other one's cooking, the other one doesn't mind stepping aside, which could be a problem in the playoffs. You could wind up cooling yourself down, letting James Harden do too much. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's time for you to take shots and you might not be ready. Exactly. Yeah. That, that only works during the, re- the regular season in the playoffs. What they're going to do is, a matter of fact, I think we talked about this a couple of episodes to where they're going to get the, the team get their best defender on James Harden. Because if you if you look at it, if a team plays against the uh, the Nets, right, they're going to say, okay, 
KD is going to get his. We got to make sure that he's the only one that gets his. I don't know how you're going to stop Kyrie. I don't know how you're going to stop uh, James Harden, but at least, you know, agitate him. Like the other night, like you saw um, Dennis Schroeder did to Kyrie, get into his head, you know, get him, you know, amped up so you can get into his mind and throw his game off. That's the only way I can see a team really doing it. But that's how, that's the only way you're going to be able to defeat the Nets. Let KD get his because he is, and then, you know, do your best with the other two. But, and, and listen, I, I see in a seven-game series, I see people getting to Kyrie because Schroeder showed how to do it. And... I, I see teams recreating that, and if if he's out, it's going to be the Harden and, and KD show, and I I just I don't see them melding well. Now I don't see anybody in the East taking advantage of it. Maybe Miami, maybe. But you know what's nice is that Harden got a couple of years of practicing point guard under his belt too before all that happens. If it does happen, my thing is again thinking about the the playoffs right you know what are they going to do when it you know let's say it's down to the wire it's that fourth quarter they're going against the lakers because that's what it seems like it's going to be and they're playing that half court game which i do believe for what i've seen in harden he can play a half court game but that dribble 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 step back three-pointer we've seen james harden choke in the past him doing that. 11 turnovers <laughs> yeah 11 turnovers so it's like now, now that he has KD, you know, Kyrie is still from there, but now he has KD where he can like defer the ball to in those key moments. I th- I, th- I think that that will potentially get them over the hill. We'll see. I mean, just, just looking at the standings, I mean, if, if everything stands pat, you've got Boston, New York, Indiana, and Chicago in the play-in mess that becomes of that. Whoever has the best record of that plays um, Brooklyn, I believe. None of those are going to give them a, a chance at all. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be Brooklyn and Milwaukee. I mean, it, Giannis, if Giannis is going to prove it, he's got to prove it now. It's going to be hard, man. Oh, man. Because it's like, more likely, do you think they'll put Giannis on KD? No. I see them putting Middleton on KD. Oh. And and I, I say that because I, I don't see... It's like shooting I, I, over your little brother. Yeah, but I, I don't see them wasting Giannis's energy trying to cover KD. Gotcha. You're right. What if Giannis doesn't feel like it's a waste? Maybe Giannis wants it. He might want it. That I don't think... That's you know, true. that's the problem with the, uh, the Nets, though. So you get hot, you get hot defensively, you shut KD down. Now what? Who's shutting James Harden down? Who's yeah. shutting Kyrie down? Who's guarding Joe Harris? Like, exactly. that's a tough team, man. I don't know if the Lakers are going to have enough to really, like, seven-game series them. Well, and, and the thing with the Lakers is I heard today that LeBron and AD are still two weeks away from coming back. They were two weeks away two weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know when they're coming back, it's, and it's I don't a know real possibility when... for them to go right down the tubes here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wow. think they're I think they're fifth in the they're division. Five, they're now. five five games above the eight seed right now. The Grizzlies. Well, their problem is is they need to stay out of the seventh seed. They're the fifth seed now, and they're they are three and a half games out of the seventh spot, which is again that's where the playing stuff is. Mm, yeah, and going back to what you said, okay, it's what best two out of three in the playing tournament. Okay, it. Let's say let's say they play San Antonio. Okay, you get pop, you get game one. Pop gets game one. You're talking about LeBron's not going to have nerves coming going in. You know, I, I need to win two games in a row against Pop. True. And it seems as Pop knows how Pop knows LeBron's number. He knows how to. Of course, you can't stop him, but he knows how to have LeBron neutralized. Okay, we could keep him at around like. Of course, he's going to get his rebounds. LeBron's going to get like ten rebounds. But if we can if we can turn LeBron more to a score than an assist person we can win the game because LeBron his his mentality isn't to score first it's to pass that's what yep. he's dangerous. back you down look up no look past in the corner get whoever it is hit the three-pointer no you want him to score you know 
you have a chance to beat LeBron if you get him at at least six to seven assists, which that's pretty damn good for his and, size. And here's something that no one's really talking about. I can't remember if Anthony Davis has ever won a playoff series. Oh, that doesn't factor in if he's tag team with LeBron, though. But going back to what Dorian, Dorian was saying, if you've got LeBron then becoming a scorer and it takes David out of his game, you know, and if it has to come down to, to him receiving a pass from LeBron because LeBron gets pass happy in the fourth quarter, does the shot get a little tighter? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think AD's better than that. He's never really had any help with this either. Yeah. True. He's never had help, but I mean, I believe he was, they were like a three or four seed one year. Yeah. They won one series where he was with the Pelicans, and that's when they had uh, Boogie Cousins was there and Rajon Rondo, and they made it to the second round, and they got clobbered. Yeah, playoff Rondo. Round. Yeah, playoff Rondo, which I like him with the Clippers, by the way. I see a difference with the Clippers. I think I think he probably they, like They needed his mentality. Right. They don't okay. necessarily need his game, but they need his mentality. Do they have, like, at the they have the most assholish point guards? Yeah. For sure. In, in the entire league. <laughs> hey, if, if you're going to stop Kyrie, that's what you need. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously he's obviously got mental holes in his game if Dennis Schroeder can get him out of the game that easy. That's true. And for what I saw, it, it like it didn't take Dennis long to get it get into his head. Well, he called him the N-word allegedly. Oh, okay. But I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened on the court. <laughs> exactly. Basketball. Yeah, but Kyrie's <laughs> gone like um down he's like a really activist. Like he's he's Oh, okay. Kind of... But again, I'm sure that's not the first time he's been called that on the court. Well, you, I guess you better not do it from now on is what we're getting at. I, I apparently. I mean, I, I know I can't do it. I'm, I wouldn't anyway, but yeah. that's not the point. <laughs> so I guess, oh, well, in that case, when they play against the Clippers, if they in, in, in the playoffs. If I was Patrick Beverly, I'm wearing a mouthpiece, <laughs> and I'm just saying it all day, like, the whole time, the whole time, firing it okay. Hey, did, like, did you, did, did you guys ever see the, the movie um, Die Hard with a Vengeance? The, the yeah. Okay, Remember the sandwich board that he wore? <laughs> That's what he should come out with. Oh, man. <laughs> the fines. All the fines. Oh, man. Oh, man. That would get all under Kyrie's skin. You know, and, and, and it would be Patrick Beverly to do it. I see Patrick Beverly, like, you know how he does that antagonistic like garden where he has his his pelvis on the guy like i don't do it we're we're talking we're talking about patrick beverly rondo spitting somebody's face oh yeah it was chris paul that's some goon shit right there hey where's lance stevenson right now probably dancing somewhere knowing someone's here shimmy (laughs) do you see you know anybody signing him for the playoff roster going against Kyrie? i don't know that would be be hilarious but what i what i'll tell you i think is awesome though is that this man's like i can't beat lebron so i'm gonna try to piss him off i admire that i'm gonna blow in his ear i'm gonna bump him tug him do whatever i gotta do but that's the thing you can do that to lebron you couldn't do that to jordan and lebron's reaction when he blew in his ear was great he was like what? What are you, yeah. oh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you can't do that to Kobe either. Kobe. 1990, 1992, you'd been walking to the dentist. You can lay out. Charles Barkley had a fucking adjusted your smile. Dude, Chris uh, Chris Dudley. Well, someone called him Chris Toilet Stool Dudley, actually, which is kind of funny. But Chris Dudley would have probably put hands on Lance Stevenson back in the day. <laughs> yeah, he's man enough to throw a ball at Shaq. Exactly. That Even was though Shaq just put nuts, nuts all on his chest and whatnot. Dude, I'm talking about a mouthful. He just went yes. up like, yeah, you know, just... <laughs> And then let, let me shove you to the ground too, by the way. Exactly. I'm not done with you. So, okay, no. I ask you guys this. So which poster dunk was more nastier? Shaq and Chris Dudley or Pippen and Ewing? How Pippen dunked Pippen on Pippen and Ewing? Pippen, <laughs> Pippen, just, Pippen, because of who he Pippen's, was against. You know, yeah. Pippen's not twice the size of Ewing. 
Yeah. Shaq had 50 pounds on Dudley. And it's one thing to do it to Dudley. It's another thing to do it to Patrick Ewing. And Dudley and Shaq didn't have like a historic like hate for each other either. Like right. the Knicks and Bulls hated each other. Yes. Yeah. Hated each other. And that was a personal, that was a personal thing that Pippen did to Scott. So which series did you like to do? like? Okay, well I know it's easy to pick um, the Knicks and Bulls, but I like the uh, the Miami Heat New York Knicks series. I used to love watching oh, it in the nineties. That that feud of the nineties was insane. You know, to this day I'll never forget Jeff Gunny hanging on to Morning's leg. Yes. Pacers Knicks. Pa- Pacers, Pacers Knicks, Knicks were pretty ruthless. Yeah, those yeah. were pretty ruthless too. Oh. That was nasty. Well, see, that's the thing. Like in 90s playoff basketball, you remember this series because they were memorable. There was something to them. Pacers, Knicks, Knicks, Bulls, Heat, Knicks. You know, the teams always met and they always kind of seemed to to fight. Nowadays, you don't have that. You still get the same teams. How many years in a row did the Wizards and Cavs meet? But it just wasn't the same. The intensity has been let out of the NBA. I don't feel any urgency watching these games anymore. No. I mean, you have a borderline anxiety attack watching some of those games back in the day. I didn't like the Knicks or the Pacers, but you just be sitting there like tense the whole time, like catch yourself holding your breath. Like, why am I not breathing? Like, holy crap. Trading buckets, trading fouls, hitting foul shots. Like, it was just a tough game. It was fun to watch. Now, why why is that gone in today's game? Is it because of the players? Is it because the games just banana aren't boat. as close anymore? Is banana it because boat. there's more? Well, there's the banana boat crew. The banana boat wasn't your yeah. boy on not, that boat. We can be friends, but we are not going to be buddies. Like we can we can yeah. know each other, we can talk to each other, but mm, I don't know. No, you're right. That's exactly what like it is. It. It's the it's it's the whole. I'm telling you, like we talked about it. AAU changed the game, man. It changed because you play with these guys. You guys on the same team. You guys probably go to the same school, go to the same camps all around each other. And and you built a brotherhood. So it's like, personally, that's cool. But on the court and as a fan, it's like, dude, like, I want you to kick his ass. Like, why are you hugging him? Like, now they go to each other, dude, do these handshakes and hugs and kiss on the team. What the fuck is that? Beat this dude, man. Like, beat him. Like, I, like, like, I need you to, like, show him, hey, we cool, but on the court, I'm going to try to, like, annihilate you. And that's what's gone in, in today's game. You got a few players. Like, Damian Lillard's probably one of the ones that, you, you, like, you can't touch anybody. Well, and, and Dame's an interesting, interesting example because where Dame is different, look where he went to school. Ah, he he didn't go to a – no. no. Where did he go? Weber State. Weber State. Well, that's right. So he wasn't in these AAU camps. He may have been, but not with not with these other players. He didn't you know play conference games against these guys. He was his own thing. He came into the league with a massive chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Steph is like, the same way. Well, that's like Giannis. Giannis doesn't hang out with these guys. Yeah. He's not trying to make friends. Not at all. That's what so, yeah. Giannis is a throwback. Yeah. But look for these guys like like Giannis, like Luca, that came from Europe. Look for the guys that came from lower schools and and just look at the chip on their shoulders. They're not doing that hugging and kissing and you know eight Teaming second up. high five. They, they don't care. Teaming because, up you know what? with each other and shit. They weren't friends in college. They weren't yeah. friends in in small ball because they they didn't play with each other. They knew that the only way they were going to survive was to go out and kill somebody, mm-hmm. because. That's just the only way you're going to get noticed at Weber State. Do you think that? Do you think that Russell Westbrook has that type of mentality too? That you know, I think. Court, like, I'll give it I I just think Russ has something in him that burns constantly, like coal fires. I don't understand it. I, th- I think some people just have that mentality. Like you ever know anybody that just didn't respond well to physical punishment? Like it just didn't affect him. Yes, he might be one of those guys. Yeah, like he got spanked as a kid. He's like, Fuck. yeah, my stepbrother was like that. <laughs> so am I. I doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I it. it just doesn't. I, I'd rather you're gonna 
you would get so much more out of me sitting me down and having a conversation. And that's what that. people don't realize is different people respond differently to different yeah. things. That's why our education system's garbage because they all teach everybody how to be bears when there's fish and birds and everything else all over the place. It's ridiculous. Yep. Well, they're, they're trying to teach 25 students at a time one teaching style because that's all they can do. They can't teach 25 different teaching styles all at one time. It's just not physically possible. No, but they can make an attempt to broaden their teaching approach to include different ways of thinking. Oh, this is true. But I, I challenge a lot of teachers. I mean, they're just trying to get through the day. Well, it goes back to paying people right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe well, maybe if you paid maybe if you paid cops right, you wouldn't have to have the bottom of the barrel in there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's the problem. The two of the easiest things to become are teachers and police officers. Yeah, it requires more mm-hmm. training to be a licensed barber than it does to be a police officer. Fifteen hundred hours to cut hair, four hundred and fifty hours and change to be a cop. And so, and, and since we're going to go down this rabbit rabbit hole, I, I might as well just do it now. So, Our God. <laughs> <laughs> so as a banker, okay, as a banker, I worked at a bank for many many years. If I disabled the oversight functionality, I was terminated on the spot. Yeah. Why aren't they? If I, you know, stole money. Because money's not black. Or is just money worth more than people? Not white people. No, no but I'm serious. The, uh, white kid shoots five, six, seven people, and they <laughs> take, get him Burger King and walk him into the police department. Three or four guys around. What the hell is going on? A, a black guy hangs an air freshener and gets shot. D- an dude, army lieutenant. I, still, I I cannot get over the the army lieutenant. I can't get over. It. Can't get over. It. And I and I go back to training, and I go back to just professionalism. Okay, if the cop is hyped up on that, I I want to I want him drug test because. I think he was on something to start with. I'm telling you, those five-hour energies are a motherfucker. I'm not yeah. joking. I, I don't I don't mess with them. But if you tell somebody you're going to ride the lightning, that right there is calls for immediate suspension. I think I've heard that in a movie referring to heroin. Probably. It, it's a Metallica album. Right. So, But to say that to somebody right there, you're being Metall- extremely unprofessional. Metallica right. doesn't exist anymore. No, they, they, they sold out. They 100% sold out. I'm talking about the Napster thing. I stopped listening to it when they started attacking my hard drive. <laughs> Fire, bad, money, good. Oh, I think they gave my computer AIDS twice. Oh, I, I had 3,000 free songs on my computer. Do you, easily, you can assume 15% of those had viruses on them. Oh, I'm sure. Easily. I feel that's a conservative estimate. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I, I still have my MP3s from back when I was in college. Burn them off to a CD, and they're just kind of sitting there. You better leave them on that CD. You, you download them to anything, it's going to catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's got the downfall of his internet in his closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Download that CD onto a website and kill everything. So I, I, I will admit I made a mistake. There has oh. been somebody that scored, that has scored seventy points recently. Oh. Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Yeah, seventy-one, right? Yep, seventy-two. Yep. Seventy-one or seventy-two. So he's he's the only one that scored more than sixty-one in the past twenty years. Standing by my guns. That that Phoenix team is scary. I mean, they got a lot of confidence working uh, in the bubble last year, and now they're they're showing it. Chris Paul, man, he works he works wonders. I mean, I mean, he's uh, people say he's a dick, but he he knows how to command a uh, floor, be a floor general. Every place he has gone. The team has done better in the regular season. And then they every get single with him and break up. But that's the thing with Houston. Was it Chris Paul's fault or was it was it Westbrook's fault? What you mean, uh, Harden? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think Harden forayed into the GM world too early. I think LeBron's setting a bad example for the rest of the league. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, 
okay, LeBron was able to do it because he had Pat Riley behind him helping him do it. These other guys, they're just kind of making stuff up as they go, and well, they don't understand how it works. LeBron also makes the people around him better. Does James Harden do that? No. If he does, not at the same level. Right. Because his assist numbers have improved over the past couple of years. But when you're dribbling for 11 minutes a game, I really don't give a shit. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to watch. You know what's worse is how's it going to get better? Because the kids that are watching the NBA now, this is what they're going to do. I, no. I played basketball during growing up. I know what happened. We watched the playoffs. We went outside and we tried to do all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. so now you got a bunch of these little jackasses in their driveway crossing up their mom's Volvo repeatedly over and over again. Crossover, 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 crossover. Step back three. Jap- jacking up stupid shots off balance. <laughs> Dorian said it best of how it's going to change the European influence. Once more Europeans come, come over and they're already coming yeah. and they don't do the, the dribble for 14 seconds, shoot a bad shot. Get the offensive rebound, dribble for, for 10 seconds, shoot a bad shot. They don't do that. They play a team game. As more and more Europeans come over, the, the the AAU game, the college game, is going to need to change quickly. And, and also, too, they, they're going to hit an inflection point here very, very short soon. Yeah, I, I was going to say that because, again, you had Luka Doncic who said, like, the NBA is pretty much it's easy. Like, what I did back in Europe was harder than what I'm doing here because you can't guard. And, and also, too, in Europe, I think they allow them to hand check, don't they? In Europe, I think they I hand check. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. My phone can. Yeah. I can go so, knowledge. So it's definitely, so I but, think that, you know, that, that's actually going to happen. It's, it's it's just pointing in that direction because if you look at all of the Europe, most of the European players that are playing right now, like a lot of them, even the ones that got drafted last year, a lot of them are playing quality minutes, uh, especially, uh, I can't say any of their names, but the guy, Ty, Taibo, I can't think it's of not. Name. It's not allowed in FIBA. Was that okay? But I don't know if that applies to European basketball. Yeah, I was saying. I think. I think the Spanish league. I think they do allow them. It's. Uh, it seems. It seems like the Spanish league seems a bit more physical. I know. I know in Australia, you, you can hand check in Australia. But you can't elbow in Australia. You can't elbow in Australia. They're just. They're, uh, that's a rough group of people. They're just yeah. tough. Oi. I'm not. I'm not seeing any direct um, answer to this. Is FIBA in charge of the European leagues? Are we missing something here? No, I don't. Th- I don't think it's like FIFA. I, I don't think. I don't think they they oversee all of the leagues. Now, I could be wrong. I don't. I Boy, don't. I know do they oversee. Two, we could do two episodes on FIFA. <laughs> I I believe um, FIBA. I, they oversee when teams play internationally across borders. Nationally, not, the, yeah. the national teams. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't believe now. I, Somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure I'll research it afterwards. I don't believe they have anything to do with the with the club teams. Okay, I could now be wrong. I know, I know FIFA teams. does all soccer, but but yeah, th- these guys coming in from Greece, the guys coming in from Spain, from Lithuania, they're learning angles and techniques that you know, guys in college just aren't getting. I know when the angles and all the good cutting, the real good cutting, came into the game, they were starting to credit soccer for that. That's what they're saying about Ginobili and the way he cuts is he sees the floor differently than most basketball players. I can even go a step further than that. Look at look at Akeem. Yeah. A- Akeem. He wasn't, doing, he wasn't doing the cutting though. He wasn't doing the cutting, but he was doing he the footwork. Passing to the cutter. And and his, his he credited his footwork to playing soccer, yes. and that's what made made him what he was because his footwork was absolutely amazing. He was he was dream shaking Shaq that whole series. Man. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Shaq got so embarrassed in that jersey, he didn't want to put it on again. That one and hurt then, to watch. And that's the thing. He tried to teach it to Dwight, and Dwight just couldn't do it. It just and, really sucked because, like, 
you felt Shaq's power when you were growing up. Like it was, it would fill the room up through the TV. Like you felt it. And then to watch Akeem just abuse his ass, you're like, he's helpless. He's helpless. It, right. it was almost like watching Superman get defeated. Yeah, it was hard. Was like, what? It was what? really no. hard. Batman. And then got to realize that, and it. then you realize that, oh my God, it's Penny and a bunch of shooters. They can't do it. Like <laughs> well, Cassell, Cassell and Ori and uh, Mario Ellie. And they yeah. just kept banging threes, bang, bang. They collapse it. on, collapse on Olajuwon, bang, three. It's like, dang, man. Dude, Scott Bullard was coming off the bench, and he hit like two threes a couple of games. <laughs> now, they had Otis okay. Thorpe too, I think. Yep, strong man. I think he was one of the strongest men in the yeah. NBA at one point. He was okay. So you know, we're, we're gonna do what if because it's fun. If Nick Anderson hits one of those free throws, does that series change at all, or is it just four one? That doesn't that doesn't help Shaq stop Keen. That's that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I just don't. But see it. I mean, because <laughs> Nick was done the rest of that series and the rest of the, the following year. Right, so, but still not guarding. Not guarding Akeem. And the biggest problem was Shaq getting roasted by Akeem in that series. Because Pen- Penny would have to cheat down and try to help and swipe at Akeem. And as soon as you left Sam Cassell, Mario, Ellie, or Robert Kenny Ory, Smith. Vernon Maxwell, any of them, you had a problem. Yeah. They were going to hit that three. Kenny Smith was yeah. killing it. And I only asked that because of, His little tornado of confidence. Shot. You go up, yeah. you go up one yeah. nothing at home. You're probably going to, it's probably going to be one one. Do they have a chance of winning any games in Houston? I don't think so, but I, you know, it's it's a question. You're probably been- yeah, no, it's, it's a question. I, I just don't see, I just don't see that changing how Shaq handled Hakeem. He was not mentally, he was not mentally ready for Hakeem. Fair enough. Because because yeah. physically he could handle him any way, shape, or form. Right. He didn't have the knowledge to do so. But if you notice, what Hakeem did was he drew Shaq out of the paint and then and drove past him, or yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when he drew him out, that's when Robert Ori was getting those putback dunks. Remember over Horace Grant? I'm like Horace, what are you doing, bro? Like you can't box him out. Like Robert Ori, the young Robert Ori, he was shooting threes, catching putbacks. But then also too, uh, Horace Grant was busy with Otis Thorpe. Otis Thorpe was pretty much getting, you know, he was playing Robin as far as kind of getting to Horace. Uh, like Horace Grant was banging that jump shot at the top of the key, though. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. He was money out there. He was money out there. Oh, man. It's, that tells you no, all you need to know about our team. All the stuff that makes us smile is all fucking sad. Yeah. Well, here, like here's we're something. All, we're, sitting, we're sitting here, like, smiling and cheesing. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. We're all, like, reminiscing <laughs> and feeling good about our seventh and sixth grade year. It's like it's a good feeling, and it all sucks. It all sucked. They got dominated in the playoffs. Shaq left two years later. Like it all sucked. Well, here's another question for you. Penny if Courtney Lee makes his layup, do they win the? If Courtney Lee makes the layup in 2007, do they win that series? Orlando doesn't deserve to win any of that shit. Yeah, because don't forget, Kobe. game game one, Dwight. they were a Courtney Lee missed layup. No, it was a hard layup because it was on on inbound from winning game one, and they won game two. Yes. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Kobe. Dwight's been scared of Kobe since Kobe rubbed his nuts all over. Him. <laughs> yeah. His is his uh, first year in the league. Kobe dunked on him so bad. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but I don't think there's any more of like put your nuts on him than that. Like it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, although I would want the Magic to win that series if it would have turned out that way, but I think Kobe would have willed them to fair enough a four two no. a four three. You know, if I'm Kobe, I'm looking like. Who's going to stop me? There is not one person on that team that can stop me. You're going to throw Courtney Lee out there? Thank you. Like uh, Nobody else Mike, is fast Mikhail enough. Petras? Yeah, I'll smoke him too. So <laughs> nobody is going to stop him. And truthfully, Powell is better than Dwight. And Powell had a better offensive game. And again, Absolutely. it goes back to European players. 
Footwork, yeah. I'm telling you, footwork's a killer. Exactly. You ever want your yep. kid to be good in sports? Start him out in soccer. Exactly. Kobe is a good example. Kobe learned his game over in Europe. He was 14 years old playing against 28, 30 year olds. In yeah. Europe. Can you imagine game. being a European professional getting smoked by the 16 year old? Like you little bastard, catch a boat out of here. <laughs> well, look for that to happen more. Obviously, once COVID is all cleared up and people start moving internationally again, look for players to leave high school and go play internationally for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Do the Brandon Jennings thing. They don't know how to play defense to pass the ball. Well, I tell you what, if they don't know how to play defense, they won't play over there. Yeah, at all, at all. You have to be fundamentally sound to play on those teams because a lot of the uh, plays that they run are like motion plays, back screen. You know, you go down, set a screen, and then you go, it's it's multiple screens, constant ball movement. You know, you have to know, like, when you're coming off of a pick, you got to get close to your players. You, you mean basketball? <laughs> Yes. Are you, wait, yes. were you just describing basketball? Yes. Okay. You, Dorian just described the game that Dr. James Nathanmith created, not whatever the hell has been going on now. You mean he didn't want like a, a four-month-long three-point contest? No. Oh. And don't forget. I think you're mistaken. It, dribbling was not part of the initial game of basketball. Yeah, no it's shit. True. It's like the equivalent of talking with your glove over your mouth and spitting in baseball. <laughs> Move the ball. You're not that important. We all see you. You're on TV. Move the fucking ball. It just gets old. I, I'm watching it right now. I'm watching the Clippers-Indiana game. And Paul George is on a tear right now. He's dunking on people. I don't know. What's the regular season? Oh, yes, there's no playoff people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's a regular season. By the way, if uh, anybody listening did not see what happened in the NBA Sunday, uh, they tried to kill each other out there. There's yeah, Ma- Miles Bridges t- just took it out on somebody. Oh, my goodness. Miles Bridges. That was one of the best yeah. dunks I've ever seen. Mm. Ooh, he it, was started the, it started to set up like the Lister Blister from Sean Kemp, where it was an offensive rebound that got kicked out to him at the three-point line. And oh, yeah. then Miles Bridges said, no, nah, I'm going to kill everybody. When when he jumped, the ball was parallel to, like, the middle of his spine. He just, yeah! You should see it. Everybody look it up. It's great. Oh, it was great. But yeah, I, I think PG-13, I think that that's a great nickname for Paul George because when things get too intense like a rated R, he just kind of falls apart. <laughs> oh, man. He just like that that series last year against the Nuggets, he can't live that down. Like the only way you're going to be able to live that down, man, you got to go to the NBA Finals. They're going to disappear like you that. You might have to win it because he played abysmal. You're going to collect that paycheck and disappear like that. I know. And and how much of that is him, and how much of that is his injury? How much of that is LeBron fucked him up with in the Eastern Conference? Bobby Bonilla was more valuable to the Mets last year than playoff P. Where that hurts. <laughs> if I had a sound bite, I would do it. <laughs> we're coming up on bobby bonilla day i swear we're gonna get together and have lunch in orlando and we're gonna get slapped by an nba player one day watch it might might not it might not be with our little six listeners now but watch when we get to 100 somebody's gonna slap the shit out of one of us probably i can see paul george who played magic yo uh y'all from saying a lot sports who wants to know uh who the fuck is a bj i want to see bj bj's the dude over there Yo, man, that's going yeah. right there. He, <laughs> shit. It, if it's April, he'll miss. <laughs> you were like, when is it April? You're not going to hit shit, me. Shit, man. Screw you. <laughs> you can't even throw a pebble in the fucking pond. Y'all won't hit me in you're April. Like, so You're like Jameis Winston pre-lacing. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? Just go for it, man. Just go for it. Take your best shot. We all know what that looks like. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that, you know, that would be interesting, though. Like, we're we're hanging out, and then, you know, the celebrities that we've... I mean, it's normal as a critique. What you're saying... What, what he's saying is, 
it would be hilarious to watch BJ get slapped at a restaurant. Yes. That's what he's saying. Uh, yes. That's what he's trying to say. Because I don't, I don't think you say too much is going to get you slapped. And Adam doesn't say too much is going to get him slapped. You guys just kind of watch me say something that's going to get me slapped. But yeah, dude, you know what I do? I'm going to record it, and I'm going to watch it again and again on social media. Mm, that's not funny. <laughs> I, I tell you all the time we need to advertise better. I know. I'm terrible about <laughs> self-promotion. I'm terrible. Do you know that I have to like fight through listening to myself? The whole time I listen to the podcast, I'm like, will you shut the fuck up? Like, That's how you know you're doing time, your job. I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> no friend. No friend. So speaking of people that need to just shut the hell up, anyone who thinks that Mac Jones deserves to be the number three pick in the in the, the draft that's coming up needs to be fired. Whoever it's like they're trying to do the Patriots a favor by saying, Hey, you know what? We're gonna make Mac Jones, we're gonna talk him into the number three spot, and we're gonna talk down for Justin Fields. He can go right down so Bill Belichick can uh can draft him. But it, it makes no sense because also too, it's like this is this is what I was, somebody was trying to debate me on debate me on this this is what i told him i said okay i said if you gave justin field the wide receivers on alabama would he have better numbers would he have last year? yes Case point. and and that's not a knock to the ohio state receivers the ohio state right. receivers are good but they're not Devonte smith and jalen waddle i mean that's just the bottom line and whoever else is going to emerge that's their third receiver this year. Yeah. He will be, he'll be their number one next year. And some another number two will come walking out of the lineup somewhere. It's just crazy. Exactly. They replace they place great receiver with great receiver. Well, and, and they've realized that <clears throat> picking a quarterback is hard. Picking my receivers is easy. Picking mm-hmm. running backs is easy when you have an offensive line. So yeah. let's just do that. Let's just recruit offensive line. Let's just recruit wide receivers and running backs and get big lot quarterbacks. You know, Logan Paul back there, quarterback, and who cares? Ooh, Logan Paul might not be getting a fight. He's got a little sexual harassment thing happening. Mm. Speaking of sexual harassment, I think we can all close the door on Deshaun Watson. I don't think we have to discuss that. No, I think I think that's good. That's that's done. I think our speculation is no more speculation. There's no more speculation. No. And again, I told you, I told you from the beginning. Once it gets to the discovery, then it, it'll tell you one way or the other. And it hasn't I even gotten there yet. I was just nervous that nobody had put a name or a face to this shit. And, nobody and they had, did. And they yeah. did. And I was like, okay, well. well and, and the thing with that is this this is not a new behavior. This isn't something that just crops up. No. And the, the similarities in all their stories, it's like, oh, man, you got an MO. Like, you operate yeah. a certain way. This is not, this is like serial shit. But my thing is, the thing that pissed me off is, okay, you're a multi-million dollar athlete. You can have just about any woman you want. Like, dude, there's so many avenues that It's the you same thing do. with mystical. It's the same dude. thing with mystical. I didn't understand it. It's like, you're in a different city every night. Like, just screw somebody else. They're willing. Right. Somebody else right. would be like, let's go. The, the most <laughs> bizarre one I've ever heard is that Ron Jeremy had sexual assault cases against him. Ron Jeremy, who gets paid to have sex with beautiful women, was assaulting other people. <laughs> it's, I think it's that thing to where they, they're like, you know what? People in my industry, it's easy to, you know, to get access to. I want normals or whatever they may call them. Like, like, like I want someone you that... think Tiger Woods banging a, D- a Denny's server? What, what is this? You're talking about regulars? Regulars. You're talking about... You're talking, you, oh, you're talking about pros. In different area codes. That's what you're talking about. You're talking about having. So I see what he's saying. There's a difference. Yeah, I see what he's saying. He's talking about having a specialist in every city. Yes, that's exactly. There's a, there's a difference between having a having that, a Craigslist and that, a Tinder account in every city, other than you know ring, banging banging Disney, Denny's Westerses. So that ring on his finger is so fucking hot right now. 
Hey, just having these thoughts, just having the thoughts of planning something like this. He's like, oh no, nah, nah I won't even. I don't even entertain that. No. no, we're just talking about the system of it, like okay. having pros set up. But still, it's like barbers or something. But still, it's like, but but it has to be something psychological for a person that can have women literally delivered to him. Like you can, like there's no dude. Go to Vegas. Go to the Bunny Ranch. I want this. Is the type I want, and this is how. Like, like you I'm can, telling you, like everybody needs an Alfred. Yes. Yeah. From Batman, everybody needs an Alfred. Like, look, you're gonna sign in and you're gonna sign out, ma'am. If you don't like what happens in between these doors, don't fucking go in there. Exactly. You know. <laughs> I mean, follow. I mean, apparently that's what uh, Sean puffy or diddy combs do when he has his wild parties you sign agreements hey well, you sign agreements and you drop your cell phones in the basket jeter right. jeter used to send them home with a swag bag iphones and shit in there wow that's oh yeah and that, that's been proven yeah, yeah he, that's yeah. proven that's that's verified like swag bags like phones and shit there. like he, he would pay their cab fare and then waiting at their apartment would be the swag bag dang they almost had a grand time <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the point though is like you got a guy like Garrett, Derek Judy you got a guy like Deshaun Watson who can do whatever he wants there is no reason why when a woman tells you no that you don't know no means no just go mm-hmm. find another one yeah exactly. they all got the same part you know well, and Oh, and, uh, it stopped. I, I start to wonder. Our why y'all Our just leave me get slapped? Nobody <laughs> else is get slapped. I don't want to be only getting slapped. Man up. <laughs> but but I wonder like how much of this was going on in high school? How much of this was going on in college? It's got to be. That's what I told Dorian when all this came out. Where are the yeah. people from Clemson? There's got to be somebody from South Carolina. With this. Well, and how much of this were the girls in high school, girls in college? Were they they just infatuated with the big man on campus? And because Clemson. Carolina, not knowing, that big. Yeah. Yep. And the, and but Houston, Texas not, yeah. is a lot bigger. And by the way, I'm sure these girls are familiar with James Harden and why other. Did they, why didn't he just go hang out with the girls that James Harden was hanging out with? Obviously, James Harden. Did you didn't hear anything from his side of the world? Did you? No. Unless we're talking about somebody that's a serial sexual predator, and he has the things for making masseuse touch a ding ding. I'm serious. Like most people, most serial people, killers, sexual predators have some kind of like mode of operation. They go some kind of process, thing. A thing, and his thing is making women do stuff they didn't come there for, touching well, and- ding dings and whatnot. And that's the thing, though. There are massage parlors that will do that. Thank you. Bro, but like the finger in the butt thing. Like you're going to ask a girl at a massage parlor to stick your finger <laughs> in face. your ass. <laughs> like if you're going to do that, isn't that like wife level shit? That's some like random chick in a massage parlor. No, it's not even that level. Don't lie, Don't lie, Adam. We see your face. No, we're not talking Ant-Man and Thanos Adam, here. So. Adam, Adam's been a popsicle a time or two. <laughs> Oh, Oh, push pop looking motherfucker. (laughs) Michelle's never going to talk to any of us. She's going to talk to you. You said that. Look at at you laughing. No, you're in agreement. Oh, man. (laughs) If you've never seen the show called Letter Kenny, you should Google Letter Kenny in the show about about the two knuckler. No. Yeah. No. Yes, there can't be a three knuckler because you only got two knuckles on your finger. No. See, I made the mistake in college of doing the two girls on a cup thing, and that was a bad oh. idea to start with. Golly, how did that not burn the computer down? But look, Letter Kenny has a good point. You can't get a three knuckler. There's no third knuckle. That's your hand. Oh, the fuck? <laughs> Is somebody gonna say archives? Or I'm about to say- nope. 
if, if all you if, if all you give us is basketball, baseball, and the NFL draft, this is the shit you get. Hey, there's been hockey trades. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Dude, Deshaun Watson could have hired porn stars, man. Like porn stars would have done that. It kept their mouth shut. That's what they do for no, a living. The fuck they would have kept their mouth shut. They do not keep their mouth shut. <laughs> Sonny Daniels had a non-disclosure agreement. How'd that work out for Trump? Oh yeah. Oh damn. He's Jimmy not G, wrong. Jimmy G and the Energizer Bunny. The NDA is null and void, buddy. Yeah. It's basically a piece of paper. Any decent lawyer is gonna walk right around it. So, and yeah. and if you're a shitty enough person like Trump was, there are people that will pay the non-disclosure penalties to let that person talk. Oh yeah. So don't be a shitty person. It, it, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that don't be a shitty person. And the Adam's been a Bob's Skull Diamond too. Oh. Have you guys seriously not watched Letter Kenny? No. No, I got to check him out. You, <laughs> oh my God. It's on Hulu. If either one of you have Hulu. And it is, <laughs> yeah, um, it's about these hicks from Letter, Letter Kenny in Canada. Letter Kenny. I think it's on Terry. It's just, uh, they're just like country boys. And it's great. It started out with like internet sketches and it turned into this TV show. And now it's like a thing. It's a really great show. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it sounds like right up your alley. Uh, anybody who has a sense of humor would enjoy it. So Dory, and you should check it out. so but anyway getting back to the nfl draft before we can go completely insane so i saw a monk that had had the first nine picks had like five quarterbacks and i'm just thinking like these teams have no idea what the hell they're doing like i can do this job it's the mock draft people actually listening to the gms yeah when they're they're lying up their ass yeah they're just spouting bullshit right now nobody knows anything except for the people doing it Yeah. yeah Any good franchise is not letting anything out. Anything that, that is they don't getting want out, to let out. Anything but say anything that is getting out is planned and combed through. So all this talk about Mac Jones, you think they're just saying that shit just to throw them off? That's like an inside joke in the NFL. He's an Alabama quarterback. He's gonna do great. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so speaking tell you of what, draft. no nobody was talking about Mac Jones to that game. Nobody not was true. talking about him being a top three quarterback this year. No, and he has one good one good game with the best wide receiver core possible assembled in the last 10 years or so yeah. and and now he's a top three quarterback whatever put him on the Bengals, see if he does better than joe burrow oh he, he won't do better than burrow so all right so so how do you think if the cowboys don't get pit people are saying that the dolphins are looking to get pits and they're looking towards the end of the draft to potentially get Najee harris i've seen the Najee harris to to miami thing in a couple different mocks you don't and, waste a guy like kyle pitts on a quarterback that plays three fucking quarters yeah that's not fair. That's Detroiting him. But I mean, if you're but if you're Flores, you're like there. Okay, you got Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, saying, "All right, motherfucker, you talk to this motherfucker." So how he goes, that's how you go. Well, and and here's the thing. So if if they get Pitts and if they get Harris, which I don't think they're going to get both, but let's just say they do, okay? And they realize, you know what? Oops, we made a mistake in Tua. My bad. Whomever they do bring in will be set up for success. Fitzpatrick again. They'll bring it back. Like, sorry, bro. (laughs) My, My bad. My my bad. I also saw something. They were talking about a trade. They were saying that uh, Panthers are looking to trade Teddy Bridgewater because they're looking to draft a quarterback. Well, because they they seem to think for whatever reason that Sam Darnold is is the answer, and, and I don't even know what the question is other than what <laughs> shitty quarterback played in New York last year. you like So so where. Where do you guys see Teddy Bridgewater going and and playing? Man, the Jets? That'd be funny, but no. That would be funny. Where else is he going to go? New England? No, well, he could, but... uh... 
don't know. I say Pittsburgh. Let's, yeah, I out. could see that because they out. need a backup because Roethlisberger is only uh, gonna, not going to be there that long. How's right. he going to survive in the racist rapist quarterback room with Mason Rudolph and uh, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Well, see, I I would think that if they got Bridgewater, they get rid of Rudolph. That's what I'm thinking too. They can't keep both. Right. And end all the hate. I, I mean, and, he played Carolina. I mean, Carolina is not the nicest uh, state in the world, so. <laughs> <laughs> for certain yeah. people yeah. if you're smart yeah. if you're smart and you live in the south you understand to like stay in the cities right yes like you go play in the springs and you run right back to the city right <laughs> exactly especially especially you don't get caught after 6 p.m no, yeah, so. they, you know when they when they roll the sidewalks up you just go inside right no they judge you if you got too many teeth you can get in all kinds of trouble <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i'm thinking uh for me, I'm thinking Pittsburgh because I don't think I, last year watching uh, ben, Big Ben, man, he looks worse. In my opinion, he looks worse than uh, how uh, Peyton Manning was his last year in Denver. Like, well, and Roethlisberger to be just fair, didn't beat up so many so often. To be fair, the middle part of his, you know, where he creates all of his power was shredded. He tore that ligament right there at the elbow. That's like, true. Yeah, so like, let's see if he can come back from that. You know, yeah. he might have some more in him, but. I just at his age recovering from something like that doesn't seem promising to me. Well, and he he's just taking so so much for beating, and that goes back to his big bulky frame. He just run him out there, he you know he'll be fine. But he he just gets hurt way too often, and like you said, the injuries that he has, he don't come back from. That should be like a an accessory to team design, and not like the goal. Like get a big quarterback so I can beat the shit out of him. It's like no, you get a good quarterback, you put a good team around him. And then if he decides to get a little, if he gets hit a couple times, he can take the punishment. It shouldn't be part of the game, damn game plan. No, but these oh, owners. He, he's big. He can handle it. Right. But see, the, these GMs, they, they put all the money in quarterback and wide receiver and a, and a couple pieces here and there. They don't invest in offensive line. That's why I, I love the pick that everyone's pay, um, projecting for Cincinnati, looking to get the offensive uh, guy from Oregon. Is it Sewell? I believe it's yes, how you pronounce Sewell. his name. Sewell. Hey, Sewell. I love that pick because they got they got the quarterback of the future. And, you know they're they're going to build around Burrow, and now you you build the line to protect to protect your assets. And it's like, do we think Burrow's pick. better than Darnold? I think Dorian's better than than Darnold. Why are you being so shitty to Dorian? <laughs> look, man. What the fuck did Dorian do? <laughs> look, look. I'm a one read type of guy. I'm sure me Donald kid. Oh, so you're all, you're you're, all, you're the old three quarter dolphin. Hey, you get it. So you you could have played Alabama. You should try it out. Yeah, man, I got a little Rex Grossman in me too. All us fails. Fuck it, stars. Go for it. I'm gonna snatch this ball right down the sideline here. We're gonna see what happens. All right, yeah. Whiskey one, whiskey one. Hot hot waddle waddle. Go long, Waddle. <laughs> and just sling that bitch to Waddle. <laughs> to tell, him, tell him what's happening. He's on a double move. Don't worry about it. Be like Larry Bird, call your shot and, just, and make it and walk off. <laughs> Those Larry Bird stories are so funny. There's so many good stories coming out of the 90s now about Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. All these yeah. guys talking shit to each other. It's excellent. Uh, Reggie Miller had a quote of the week where they asked him what would happen if Michael called him and said, hey, why don't you come down to Chicago? <laughs> he told him to go fuck off. He told Michael to fuck himself. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly I told my friend at work. I was like, that's what's missing in the game today is that attitude. Fuck you. I'll bring my guys to your neighborhood and we're going to drag your ass. That's exactly what's missing. And and the desire to win with the guys that are here. That that team camaraderie of 
these are this is my team these are my boys we are going to win and we're going to get better if we need to right and also too i'll ask you guys this question is it me does it seem as if the 90s had more popular role players than now like for they came in and did hero shit right (laughs) you're talking like john paxton like guys that come off the bench contribute instantly and then disappear for three games yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that has to do professionals and I don't know. I don't know what else has to contribute to it, but I mean I mean like, like from a John Paxson, uh Craig Mike, Hodges. Craig Mike, Hodges. Mike, Mike might punch you in the face in the locker room, you'll hit this fucking shot. That's part of it. But I mean <laughs> even Detroit, I mean you had um Rodman the, the Mike you had Rodman. Yep. You had uh, Vinny Johnson. Johnson. Yep. Yeah. And then you had like uh, Byron Scott for the Lakers. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like. The Lakers, Michael Cooper. Um, yeah. Even if you look at, um, who was it? I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, the year that Charles Barkley went to Phoenix, did Cedric Savalos, did he come off the bench? I'm not positive. I, I, I don't know. Because the, the, the starters, you got Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, Richard Doolin, Charles Barkley, and it was supposed to be Tom Oliver Kim, Miller. got hurt. Oliver Miller. Oliver yeah. Miller. Oliver Miller came yeah. off the bench, but I think it was Mark West who started. And we forget that yeah. was the one year that Dumas was good. Right. It was. <laughs> the one year. Yeah, he Tell was you, that Suns team was a blast to watch play basketball, though. I remember watching that game when uh, Kevin Johnson dunked on Akeem Olajuwon. I was like, ooh. That was nasty. Ooh, you so little. He went baseline too. Just baseline. Went. Put a little cock back on it too. Yeah. But and this goes back to into a conversation earlier. Like we remember those games more than we remember games now. Is it because they were, you know, the, the guys wanted to, wanted to actually win and not not what the they intensity. do now, or were the games closer than they are now? I feel like it's the intensity. Yeah, the intensity. Well, and, and those go hand in hand because a close game well, will be intense. I think it's the attitude of the players. Like sometimes I, f- I feel like nowadays it's more about winning the game. Mm-hmm. Where back then it was about winning the game and beating that son of a bitch. You because, know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. beating Mike or rubbing it in Clyde Drexler's face or something like just sticking it to well, somebody. I, and I don't feel that anymore. I think I think you can encapsulate it in between LeBron and Jordan. When Jordan lost to the Pistons for the second time, what did he do? He did didn't try to change teams he didn't try to do a whole bunch of trades he got he in the weight room the team he was with and hit weight yep that mm-hmm. that's it he got in the weight room and just bulked up because he knew he had to lebron bolted for a different team right that's all you need to know about the two different years yep and even in the early thousands like the games were still compelling like those lakers kings games oh man i love those because oh, yeah. chris Webber and mike baby was giving them hell in the fourth quarters man but see was a big shot bob always came through and saved them with a fucking three-pointer, you know? And yep. even with the Blazers, like like Blazers and Lakers, you, you start to see, I say when LeBron came in, that's when that intensity, that intense, those intense games started to dwindle off, you know? Um, I would say not so much when LeBron came in. I would say probably uh, when Kevin Garnett went to Boston. I agree. When they started the team up instead of building up, I think yep. that's when the landscape changed. Exactly. Not that I don't like blaming things on LeBron, but I, this to me, this is, this is Kevin Garnett. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, you're right. They did ruin it when it came to joining those big threes. Because after that, now everybody has to join somebody. Yep, else now everybody has to team up. You know, it's of not. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you can't. I mean, Cal- currently in Towns is not going to do it by himself to Minnesota. You know, it, it's as much as it pains me. Um, Jamal Murray is not going to do it all in Denver, and that that just uh, I cried when I heard that because yeah, that, that dude was yeah. having a great yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, it was. But you're just not doing it by yourself, and that's why I don't think I don't think Giannis is 
going to do well in the playoffs because you just cannot do it by yourself anymore. Well, and he's no threat past the free throw line either. Exactly. You just build a wall. Like, all right, you can't yep. run through it. You run through it. You're going to charge it. So. Yeah, but the problem is if he's a step under that free throw line, he can dunk on everybody in the league. That's true. <laughs> he's so damn long. Every time he takes off, you have to, like, look at him in two parts. Like, he's yeah. up in the air, and is he touching the ground too? He's, he's so long, and he's, like, for his frame, he's strong as a – as an ox man, I don't, I don't, I don't remember him ever being that strong. Well, obviously when he came into the league, but it's There's, like they got before and after pictures. I can send you later. It's crazy. He hit the yeah. weight room pretty hard for like two years in a row, dude. Man, like he's like fucking diesel. Because even even when they were playing the uh, when they were playing the the Heat last year in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler is strong. Yeah, but Giannis was like posting his ass up. Like, give me the ball. He's smaller than me, he and and you know he gave him problems, man. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. I miss, I, I do miss the old NBA. And and I think that the only way that it's going to come back competitive is like you said, AK, when those European players come in, they were like, who? I don't care about LeBron. I don't care about so-and-so. I'm playing for my team and my country. And they start like whooping ass. Then that's what it's going to be a wake-up call to us Americans. Like, hey, you know what? We need to go back to the basics of basketball. Because right now, Europe's coming over. They're going to take over. And and honestly, I think it's going to happen when LeBron retires. Because once once LeBron retires, that kind of team game that he does bring is going to go by the wayside. And it's going to be Steph Curry and everyone trying to emulate what Curry does. Dribble cross, dribble cross, dribble mm-hmm. Curry slide yep. three. And it, it, that's going to be your inflection point right there. Wow. You know, you, you got to get you got to get a league of nothing but Trey Youngs and James Harden's. And don't want to watch it. I'm sorry. No, I've been watching a lot of college basketball. Yeah, I mean, because it, it's just not entertaining. Right. It isn't. When when you watch a team go two for twenty three from the three point line and have no answer well, for anything that's- else. That's different. We've been harping on them a lot, but they're tanking, so we can't lump the magic in there. They're actively, they're actively trying to be a piece of shit. Our well, best they didn't have to try Dwayne hard. Bacon. Is Who? he heating up? Is he sizzling? Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> so I had to this, do it. I'm a dad. I that, have to do it. That is why we have a podcast, and that is why Adam is not announced. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I th- actually think uh, Ross is the best player on the team. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Ross is the best player on the team, but it seems as if you know. Bacon's been, you know, hey, you know what? Bacon? Um, ah. yeah. <laughs> bacon. Ah. Ah. I'm just terrible. I didn't have kids. Just terrible. Dude, um, well, Aaron Gordon got his revenge on the Magic the other night when they when the Nuggets played. He, he played exceptionally well, had a pep in his yeah. step. And then they well, fell apart against Boston. It's because he has a team around him. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys saw what happened uh, against with Denver and Boston the other night. So I had I had the game on. I was watching and playing with my son and watched the first half, and it was close. Um, and I came, we went out and did the Aaron and came back, and Boston won by like 18. I'm like, what? Okay, that's cool. And then you look at the score. Denver, Boston outscored Denver thirty-one to eight in the fourth quarter, and they just fell apart. And they lost, ended up losing last night. You know, and, and that's the kind of thing that can ruin a team because yeah. they they were they were cooking along and then just fell apart. Oh, this is this is definitely going to be an interesting uh, last couple of months of basketball heading into the playoffs because I won't be surprised if we have another team, especially with the Lakers not being healthy, I won't be surprised if another team may come out of the West. Oh, you're saying things now. You're going against the NBA's plan. I think you're wrong just because of that. Hey, Donnie, he's not allowed in the NBA anymore because, of course, he was just a lone wolf. We still have one. We still have with anyone else. And we have David Stern's minion in in the front office here. Yeah. And by the way, anybody who thinks that Donnie, he was working by himself. Is a fucking moron. Yes. Um, Sit in the sauna, plug your nose until your brain cooks. 
<laughs> you know. Now, well, I, I think what's going to hurt the NBA's plan is if LeBron and AD don't come back on time. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm worried because the time the timeline keeps getting stretched out. And I know we've talked about you know LeBron can come back whenever he's whenever he wants to come back. The timeline's getting kind of tight. Right. Yep. And and, and, can't rush and doubling it, doubling it, going from two to four weeks. Yeah, that's 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 weird. Never good. Exactly. And AD, I you know I heard rumors oh he would he'd be back this week and now it's another two weeks. Yeah, I don't um, like stuff like that, especially no, with that, older players. No. And it's weird to talk about LeBron being an older player since his whole career happened during my adult life. Yeah. yeah. Well, Get, we're getting old, guys. Getting. I'm I'm old. Getting. <laughs> you can you, be old. I'm going to get old. Y'all can You y'all at can least have old. hair. Some. Yeah. Some. And only because I hold on to it. <laughs> if, if I got under a light and showed you the top right now, you'd be like, just get rid of it. <laughs> I say no. Yeah. And then also, too, uh, uh, Drummond, he has a, a hurt toe, right? He's playing with a hurt toe. I, I told you guys that, that was not going to. That was not a good signing. Yeah, he's playing with a hurt toe. So not looking good, folks. Not looking good. The NBA's gonna have to come up with another storyline. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Hey, the, the Lakers playing in the first ever play-in tournament, and then get all the way to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, LeBron. Finally, something Mike never had to do: play into yep. the playoffs. <laughs> hey, do we get to call those the first four? You can't. We could. You can't call yourself the king and not expect shit the rest of the career. Yeah. And by the way, the king wouldn't pass up game winning shots. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. Magic did, but that Magic was his was game. Was a real point guard. Yes. Right, right. And Magic didn't call himself the king. No, he called himself Magic. Well, yeah. Well, Larry wouldn't have allowed it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I I have a hard time believing that Larry Bird did not give him shit for calling himself Magic or being oh, called Magic. I'm Larry sure Bird he had did. to have said something. <laughs> it's probably in college. It was probably excellent too. I'm sure. I mean, if I ever if I ever meet either one of them, ask. Yeah, Bird is oh, yeah, one of the you, most. You tell me when you have lunch with Larry Bird. You never know. You no, know, we do live in a basketball city. You can kind of walk around places and accidentally bump into some people occasionally. Mm-hmm. It's rare. I had a friend that bumped into Dwight Howard. And said he was not impressed with his heights, but his width. He said, okay. he said his shoulders were crazy. Oh yeah, we we actually had dinner at Bahama Breeze one time and sat like three tables from Dwight Howard, and that dude was wide, wide. That's yeah. exactly what my friend said. It's like I was not impressed by his height, but his width was crazy. Yeah, I saw Dwight at the GameStop in Altamont Greens. It, it, it was the year where he came out with NBA Live. He was on the cover, and, and he was there like signing autographs, stuff like that. And um, you know, he was cool. I mean, I mean, he wasn't rude, but I've heard other people say that you know they tried to ask him for autographs. He was kind of rude to him. Well, like he, he was paid to be there that's yeah, the difference everybody's cool for paid appearances it's when you sign your 100th autograph for for donuts and you're like mm, i'm ready to go and, and what that means to anyone anyone listening if you pay us we will be there we will have smiles on our faces to sign autographs yeah Absolutely. you know like we're we're personable too we'll even hang out and talk to you for a little bit maybe that's right absolutely if you have a beer we may drink it exactly May drink too. You never know. We're we're unpredictable. Yep. You know, it's just if my family's around, don't mention porn stars. I would deny it. I, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think it. we'd have to. I figured you'd bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was one listener. Hey, Dory, man, how about porn stars? Didn't know what you're talking I, about. I'm so sick of our group chat. You guys let these great jokes slide with no reaction. <laughs> like I. They, <laughs> Adam posted a story about a porn star and said, Dorian, you know her? And I said, he can only identify him by Ariel only. And nobody left. I was like, that's a good fucking joke. He's Dude. He needs to see a titty to see who it is. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't respond because I was actually in a meeting. <laughs> I was like, that's why I, put, that's why I just put, hey, I love her. If I do not get you questioned in a meeting, I'm not doing my job right. So from now on, about three o'clock every day, you're going to get a text, bud. <laughs> 
Hey, Dorian, that's why you work from home. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> why? So they can watch him walk around as Jaguar boxers? <laughs> How do you know? Because huh? <laughs> the Jaguars usually smell like shit, so I figured you still... <laughs> That's why we have a Ohio State toilet paper. <laughs> it must be quarter to 11. Here we go. It is. <laughs> what else are they talking about? I don't know. Fuck the Jaguars. <laughs> well, they're going to fuck up their team by you know, drafting Sunshine. So. Sunshine. Man, I hope, well, no, we're not going to fuck up our team drafting. And Gardner Mitchell has been show, putting out some like real manly, like, woodsman workout pictures and like that's you want to trade that guy for sunshine i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you how i know he's not an intelligent man he's an nfl quarterback that just got married at 23 years old fucking idiot you know you're like the fourth person that said they're like dude you're about to come into millions why are you getting married right now i mean but the thing is that also lets me know too maybe maybe there's an image thing that he's trying to portray maybe there's something that they're trying to you know they want him to be the the face of the nfl Ooh, those people that, those people that try to put an image out worry me right i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure aaron hernandez tried to put an image out too yeah Mm. I don't like that fake projection shit. Either be who you are, or just don't be. Absolutely. Well, we we had a had an elective official that was just who, who whoever he was. Yeah, I'm trying to get him not to be. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna call for a coke boycott with a bottle of diet coke on your desk, you fucking moron? <laughs> Hey, that, that's okay. He just had people Ven- Venmo him some money. So I'll tell you. Oh wait, no, that was we were, the other one. We were born too early in this time period because I figure. I figure at some point abortion and technology are going to intersect and they'll be able to go back in time and clean shit up. <laughs> uh, what We're only a couple of years away. Some people tell it. I've been told not to make abortion jokes, but yet I keep soldiering on. I don't know. I mean, that I was mild so. compared to what you really could say. I had a gentleman that I know that works for the federal government. So that he was like, oh, he goes, mm, abortion jokes. And I was like, yeah, I got more. You want to hear? <laughs> no, thank you. I, I don't think that's my sense of humor. I was like, I noticed, but I'll tell you a couple more. I don't care. Not your sense of humor. There's doors. You don't have to stay in this room. <laughs> wait, wait. You, you, you mean here. you can scroll and leave? What, what, what is this? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, it, it felt like you want to sit there and pick an argument with me, which I'm cool with also. It doesn't matter. I really do. We can go whatever you want to do. It's like Tracy McGrady said, I can give it to you however you want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the sports world's getting stupid i'm telling you it's really getting stupid I just no you didn't have to qualify that though the world is getting stupid yeah but specifically our sports world is getting weird like one of our golden boy quarterbacks is a serial rapist yeah i was pulling for deshaun i loved him at clemson i was really hoping he'd i mean i didn't really want him to be good for the texans but i was hoping he'd be good for somebody Can now he's imagine? gonna be somebody now he's gonna be somebody's pop skull in prison <laughs> could you imagine I, I couldn't imagine could you imagine like like he being your quarterback on your franchise right now as a fan you like what the well texans fans are different but like let's say for a reputable team if Deshaun wants your quarterback you're like okay so our future is pretty much going down the drain so what the fuck are we gonna do no that's the beautiful thing about being the, the uh organization like that you just backpedal backpedal distance that's all you do and yeah it's like, oh we had, we had no idea he was doing this this is hideous behavior we don't support it and you drop the quarterback our, and you, you move on <laughs> three of our other guys are going to have sexual misconduct cases in the next three years but we definitely don't agree with this behavior but my thing is 
in in the next couple of drafts, are there any like any type of worthy quarterbacks that's going to be coming out? One one guy was like, he don't see any worthy quarterbacks at least until Arch Manning. Uh, what what is that, dude? That's, there's only of all, one. That's not a fair statement. We're talking about eighteen year old kids here that could. Yeah. Oh, whoever that guy is, tell him to shut up. I mean, because because two years ago, was anybody talking about Zach Wilson? I mean, and shit. Twenty minutes ago, nobody was talking about uh, Zach. Uh, what's his face? Mac Jones? Yeah, no. True. That's all happened in like the last month. Everybody wants to start talking about him all of a sudden. It's like, why? Because he was stacked? I don't understand that. Yeah, you're about to find out when Trevor Lawrence goes to your garbage position players and has to try to make something out of that. Hold on. We don't down. have garbage position players. We, we just need to fix our, our line. Our line is shit. Oh, so you just well, need see, to protect your that, asset. Yeah, that's the equivalent, though. Like, you can have good position players and no offensive line. It's just garbage. Trust me, I know from experience. I'm a Cowboys fan. I went I went through the T.O. years when they put offensive lines together with spit and duct tape. Dude, I'm a Lions fan, and I know all about it. Actually, I didn't think you were going to chime in because you just kind of knew. Yeah. You shouldn't. It's a social It's a social thing. Like, you just know that you probably shouldn't I, talk dude, about it. I don't know my place. I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. I, I have no social I try to put. I try to put you in it. You just don't listen. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. You know, I don't really have anything against the Lions. It's just like the ownership at this point is like, you know, screw you if you're going to keep doing this. You don't deserve a team. I, I don't disagree. I know. It's it's not the Lions. It's not the fans. It's ownership. It's just like the magic. You know what? Fuck you guys. You're ruining people's lives. You got athletes. You're selling out their bodies for your mediocrity. You got fans who are getting old and dying, hoping for championships. You guys suck. But I mean, I guess my question is, which is worse? Being a Red Sox fan prior to 2004 or being a Lions fan and you know what i see by that is being a red sox fan and being kind of close but never making it or being a lions fan and just never never being close you can accept the lions fate but that's why i would argue that it's harder for me to be a cowboys fan than it is for you to be a lions fan because we always have hope you don't ever have hope no like they always say the Cowboys might do this. The You don't ever hear the Lions might do shit. So I would argue to say it's you just can accept what's happening. I can't because I really don't know. They keep lying to me. <laughs> well, fair. This Dorian, year the Cowboys Dorian, will be you, you have a similar franchise, Doran. Speak on the subject. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, me, me as a fan. I mean, I, I can only go off of hope. We'll see what and Hope happens. is not a strategy. Yeah. No, <laughs> in anything, in anything, <laughs> but maybe like floating in the ocean after a boat wreck. That's the only, only time hope's a strategy. <laughs> hope the wind shifts. Man, all of our teams are relying on hope right now. Our podcast is kind of shitty as far as teams. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Lions, Michigan, Miami, uh, Jacksonville, Dallas, Syracuse football, Syracuse basketball, and the Gators. Gators are the best thing we got going. Yeah, and That's you know, and, and I, I cover all sports. So, you know, University of Michigan, uh, Detroit Lions, Detroit Red Rings, and Orlando Magic. I got nothing. Uh, nothing. Got nothing. I got nothing, but hopefully some antidepressants. Yes, false, <laughs> false hope. Yeah, you ain't getting any, getting any relief from the football for the baseball. That's for sure. Nothing. No relief. Just struggle. Constant struggle. That's all why all three of us are losing hair. That's it right there because we have shitty choice in teams. If we were Yankees fans, we'd be all right. I blame my kids. It's easier that way. You can just yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. I'll blame your kids too. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I think on that note, I think we should probably wrap it up for the night. <laughs> this is Sandlot Sports. Everyone have a good one. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.